All right, y'all, we back. Another episode, Slam Presents No Pump Fakes, the greatest basketball podcast in the world. Um, in today's episode, we're going to do things a little different, all right? So we're going to redraft the 2016 NBA draft, all right? Mm. We are going to redraft the 2016 NBA draft. Now, we're not going to do all 60 names, you feel me, because, you know. Um, but we are. <laughs> you feel me? You feel me? You feel me? Um, but we are, you know what I'm saying, about to list out some, some names. Um, and we, we've done, like, drafts. On the lows of keys before, but it's it hasn't been like scheduled. It hasn't been like we just been kind of oh yo you you know I think we did that with like uh, mids and isolation scores. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, um, yeah. But so this one you know we got an actual draft class um, and we going um, start from number one and then uh, go to let's say twenty four if you know we might never might be twenty four yeah, start start with a, yeah. start with beans number right, right there you go start there with beans go. number that's fine. Um, so yeah so I think the rule should be um, similar to again the way we did it before. Um, whoever gets first pick, right? The next person gets two straight picks and then the other person gets two straight picks and then so on and so forth. Um, does that work for you? That's fine with me. Cause yeah, you want to go first? You All right, let's do it. No matter to me. Don't want to go first? You want to go first? You want to get, you know, the number one pick? Don't matter to me. All right, let's get it going. Let's get it going. I, I'll, I'll go number one. I'll go number one. All right. So for those of y'all watching on lovelyyoutube.com, um, you know, I've seen my phone in my hand to, to see the lovely names and, Players that I have on my team. So let's get this draft started. All right, let's let's get this redraft started of the 2016 NBA draft. Number one overall pick. I'm gonna go with the former Laker himself, the Duke product, Brent Ingram. That's who I have at number one. Okay, um, tremendous ability to score the basketball. Um, I know he's in a tough situation right now. Um, but I, th- I still think that even though we're talking about 2016, that he has a bunch of potential. Um, I think, again, a lot of this um, depends on overall fit. Um, just want to see B.I. thrive. And I know, obviously, this is a draft with um, 60 players. I know it's a very top-heavy draft. Um, but number one overall, I'm going to go with Brandon Ingram. That's, that's who I'm going to get, get this thing started with. You, uh, you like the pick? You, do you, uh, you have mixed yeah, feelings would, about would it? No, nah, I have no mixed feelings. What about would have been my number one overall pick? <laughs> I mean, Damn, I, the, maybe I, maybe I, I should let you go first then. Damn, I, I, I agree. Yeah, it would have been Brandon Ingram. So I'm going two three. Yeah, you so got I, you got two or three. I'm cool with Brandon Ingram at one though. Of I course, am. I don't, you know, who had the second pick? The Lakers had the second pick overall. Yeah, next. yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, so yeah, I know it could be a toss was, up for some people, but you know, Lakers, Lakers, and the Boston Celtics. If I'm the Lakers, uh, probably give me. Give me Jalen Brown. I'll probably take Jalen Brown at the two. I mean. Let me, make, probably, let, me, let me knock off some of these people off my list so that way I know who you take got. It, All right. Take, take Jalen Brown as the two. We, we will never get to see or witness the best young wing tandem in the league right now if that was the case because the Lakers. Well, then again, who knows? Because Jalen Brown would have eventually got traded for Anthony Davis, most likely. So, um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so anybody that's really the second overall pick is getting traded. And then for number three with the Boston Celtics, give me Ben Simmons. I mean, three-time mm, okay. all-star, best defender in the league, still, still, especially when we talk about on the perimeter, can guard one through five on the basketball court, like, he's lethal. And, you know, people talking about, like, things that, like, he doesn't do, but he does everything else well. So you talking about shooting, but he does everything else well. And I think, like, the pairing of him and Jalen, not Jalen, the pair of him and Jason Taylor would be Kind of special if they if it did happen because you have a mm. you have a guard that can pass the ball, 
get Jason Tatum some easy shots. If that was the case, I'll take, I'll take, yeah, Jalen Brown at the the second pick for the Los Angeles Lakers. I'll take Ben Simmons for the Boston Celtics at number three. You're off to a good start so far. I mean, you have Ben Simmons, um, of course, as well as as well as well. It's easy, and the top three is easy. It's not, you know, it's, it's, it's it gets it's, nasty it, to be honest. No, it's it it, it might. It might. We, 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 still, we still got some picks to run through. Um, but I'm not mad at it. Um, Jalen and Ben, um, obviously in the real draft, Ben going number one. But I mean, I, I get the adjustments. And, and even, obviously, it wouldn't have mattered which one you went with at like three or two because you still would have got them both. Um, but that's, do you, do you have a reason why you went with Jalen at two instead of Ben at two? Not really. It could have it been either or, to be honest. I mean, I just felt that what the Lakers probably needed was probably like a a score of the basketball. Uh, a guy that can put the ball in the hoop, especially if, you know, Kobe Bryant during that time was, you know, on the back end of his career and stuff like that. So I think Jalen Brown would have came in and helped the Lakers right away. But then again, who knows? Because Jalen Brown had to really develop. He's not who he, you know, he came into the draft as basically a defensive-minded stud. And then he developed into this, like, elite three-level player that we see right now in the Boston Celtics. So if we just base it on that, then maybe Ben Simmons could have been the the better choice because like he was the most ready NBA player in the draft, you know, of the 2016 NBA draft. So I mean, it's it's a toss up. It's really based on like preference and play style, to be honest. Right, right, right. All right. So we got Jalen and Ben Simmons are are off the the board. So I'm gonna say this though, right? We are we are now three picks three picks in. Um, I'm not gonna lie to you. I got some undrafted guys on my board too. Watch. Who, who got undrafted? I mean, that's not. Uh, I'm not going to say it now, but that's what I'm well, saying. Yeah, I want I mean, to say. I, I, I don't know because I don't know these these names. Then that's, if that's how of, we coming. We got. We got. You know. You 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 trust me. Uh, when a in a draft with 60 players, just know that some of those undrafted guys out of that 2016 year were a lot better now than some of those other guys that got drafted. And it is what it is. Um, but yeah, you you, you it's like this. So far, it's no one that obviously have gotten picked in our draft in the top three, but there are some undrafted players that, you know, have gotten pretty busy over the course of their career. Um, so, all right, you just went with Jalen Brown and Ben Simmons. Okay. So, for me, yeah, I like these next two picks. We can get active. Uh, for me, I'm going to go with number four. I got a man, Jamal Murray. Um, shout out to Duke. I mean, Duke. Shout out to Denver. Um, but I like Jamal just in terms of, obviously, you know, we saw what he did um, in the playoffs. Um, I think he's been, even pr- prior to that, um, underappreciated, I'll say. Um, obviously, everyone talks about Jokic, and now people have you know started to talk about him as well as MPJ. But before, um, I think overall the, the talk in Denver was just about um, Jokic. And I think you've, you've been on record saying before kind of like how if they really want to win and, and reach that championship level, some of that is going to have to be on Jamal in terms of like really, really being um, yeah. that guy that puts them over the hump. Um, obviously, I know injuries are, are a thing now, uh, but even um, just kind of coming out of, out of college and, and just seeing um, what he did at that level and now, um, you know, in the pros, if I had to take take him uh, what, at, at the four, uh, four spot, I'm definitely yeah. cool with it. Um, and again, I, I think the ability to put the ball in the basket is something that, you know, can be transferable wherever you go, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that is, you know, that skill um, it doesn't always matter about fit. If you can score, you can score. You know what I'm saying? Um, and he's a winner too. I, I think he's a very selfless guy. Um, shout out to our friends up north. You feel me? Um, but also, 
In addition to shouting out to our friends up north, I got someone else up north. Now, what you mean? Hold on. You go. You you pick first, and I get two yeah. more. Yeah, you got you got your two. What you mean? And then you pick another one. I thought it was like yeah, going like I that. get two. We so oh, going like so that. A, okay, so fine. A, so after I pick one. You, ain't you say pick that. two, I pick two, you pick two. Uh, yeah. You ain't say that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Now you wanna now you wanna pick my guy. You're talking you talking about up north up north. Up north. You, know I was gonna, you know I was we gonna got, pick him. Right, well, hey, yeah, it, it's crazy because you should have picked somebody over him, but no, first. I'm, first. I'm cool. Go ahead. I'm cool. Go ahead. I got I'm Go going ahead. to Spicy P at number five. Yeah. You feel me? Um NBA champion. Everyone, you know, knows the uh the story and overall obstacles and everything that thing like that that he uh had to get through to get that chip, um, but he is a winner, obviously. Um, and yeah, I'm 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 cool with it. I know um, there's obviously been a lot of comparisons to Pascal, um, but I think he's definitely a unique player. Um, you know, in terms of what he kind of brings to that Raptors organization, um, his role on that team, overall consistency. I know it's kind of um, missing piece, been, been, missing piece, of missing piece different. for a, missing piece for a championship contender. Like yeah. somebody oh, go yeah. out and get him. He's yeah. he's special. Memphis yeah. Grizzlies. Go Somebody. Go get him. Go, Somebody. Get him. Go get him. He'll take you over the hump. He will yeah. take you over the hump. Yeah. And that's another thing too, right? It's like when we see like star players, you know, in certain situations where they might be lower in the standings, how different it would be if they were on a different team that was like truly, truly in contention for winning a championship. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like when we look at these players in a completely different light, even though Pascal is already a champion, yeah. right? putting him on a team that's actually winning even more games now. Um, but yeah, so those are my uh, back-to-back um, players. I, I got Jamal Murray and Pascal Siakam. I'm picking one. I'm picking for Oregon Pelicans. You got two. You got two. Yeah, don't the team, I, see, I see the team doesn't matter. I okay. mean, to me. like you Okay, know. Wait, wait, wait. it don't matter if we're just picking. All right, bet. Yeah, so, like, it don't matter. We have, yeah. we, have, we have six right now? Six? Yeah, we have five. Yeah, we have, you're, yeah, you're pick six. Yeah, six, six, six. Delonte, Deontay Murray. Okay, of course. Kind of saw, kind of saw that coming. Should have picked. He should have been ahead of probably Pascal for overall upside and, and ceiling and potential stuff like that. Well, he's a stud, two way player, plays hard on the defensive side of the floor. He's coming into his own on the offensive side in the year two thousand and twenty two. I think the Spurs have a guy that can be their franchise point guard for the immediate future. You know, for the next seven eight years, and hopefully that the San Antonio Spurs draft some guys and. Maybe they get a guy in free agency. I don't see that happening because nobody goes to San Antonio in free agency. Shit, they're not even going to Dallas <laughs> to play with Luca. So <laughs> let alone it going down <laughs> down to San Antonio. <laughs> Talk about ain't nothing to do. Family, family place. So <laughs> hey, I mean, San, San Antonio, some vibes. Yeah, and they, and they uh, like Houston and <laughs> Dallas, and people ain't going to Dallas and play with Luca right now. So it's it's a struggle right now to get free agents to go to Dallas. Dallas historically, so. Definitely gonna have to draft and do some things in the draft. So, give me Mary, 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 Mary. Ooh, number seven. Oh man, I guess give me lucky number seven. Who you got? I guess give me uh. Some people would say Sabonis. Give me Karis Avert. Mm. I'll take Karis Avert. Three level score. That's a gem. Can, That's a gem. That's a gem. If, he, if he if he's healthy, he can be. You know, he's he can he can do a lot of great things. He's playing well with the Cleveland Cavaliers right now. Um. It's a guy, like I said, can score in a variety of ways, instant buckets, and also can, you know, knows how to play a role. Like, if you need him play to, to be the third option, he can be the third option. If you need him to be the first option on some nights, he can be the first option. So he's a talented player. It's just like over the course of his career, it's just been like injuries that's kind of 
stopped him from reaching his, quite his full potential, but he's still a stud. Yeah, and like there's a, a, a group of players that get talked about often when in terms of, you know, obstacles that they've had to overcome, just overall injuries. And to me, like the obvious names that might get mentioned a lot is like Derrick Rose, um, even Paul Pierce, um, Jeff Green. Like when you really know these players' stories, it starts to hit even more like, oh shit, like they're actually the hell with playing in the NBA. Like they're actually playing well. That, you know, means even more. But I think Karis LeVert is also um, or should be a part of that group. Um, and to know, you know what I'm saying, that he's still um, handling business, of course. Um, you know, I'm not mad at that pick. I'm really not. Um, I kind of no. didn't want you to say it for obvious reasons. Yeah. Um, but I'm not mad at it. I get it. Um, okay, so you got DeJounte Murray, and then you followed up with Karis LeVert, right? All right, so yeah, yeah. So I got two guys. First one, you already said. Um, Sabonis. Do you feel me? Um, and, and it's crazy, man, like what I think being in a market where not a lot of people, you know, are talking um, about you or a market that may not be that popular, how that can impact how players and overall media can feel about you. You feel me? Like, has Sabonis been on the Lakers? Who knows? Has Sabonis been on the Knicks? Who knows? But um, uh, I'm not saying that we would you know, be calling him Tim Duncan. I'm just saying that, like, you know, there would be, I think, a little bit more attention to him. And that's the case with a lot of players. Hmm. But I mean, he made an all-star game. I mean, he's just he's a traditional big playing in a modern day, in a modern day era where bigs can do just way more than he can do. Like I like Sabonis. I think he's a he's a solid player. But like I told you when that trade happened with the Sacramento Kings and the Pacers, nobody really got better. It was just like, all right, you let me drop my core guys off to your core guys. I mean, like. I like Tyrese Halliburton. He has a lot of potential upside, so maybe we'll look back in a couple of years from now and think, like, the Indiana Pacers really won that trade. But, like, Sabonis, he's, he's solid. He's a, he's a solid big man. Like, he's an 18-12 guy, you know, but at the end of the day, can't play defense, really. Can't stretch the floor. So it's just kind of like those are two things you want your bigs to be able to be capable of doing, especially, like, if they're not necessarily, like, as skilled or as all around as like a Jokic or like a Giannis or like a, a Joe and B, like you at least want them to be able to do one one of those things really well. If you can't shoot outside as a big, all right, cool. Can he rim protect? You know, if you can't rim protect, can he shoot outside? Sabonis, as great as he is, he's a pick and roll threat, pick and pop from the second level on the basketball court, but he's not like a guy that's really gonna, you know, move the needle unless he's on a championship caliber team. Like, if he's on, the, like, a team where he can be that third or fourth option. But other than that, playing the Sacramento Kings, like, on the Sacramento Kings, it's just like, all right, it's a cool pickup. You know, him and him and De'Aaron Fox are a duo, but they're not going to win no games for real. Well, I mean, you mentioned with this being a guard-heavy league and, you know, with the way the, the league is heading to a lot of, you know, uh, ball handlers around the league. But that's exactly why, if anything, why I like Sabonis here. It's because the amount of like true bigs that actually have like post moves and can play that role well is yeah. very, very small. So like it's kind of been a watered down position, if you will. And when you kind of think about the overall art of um, having those skills of being able to score on the low block, even yeah. though we might appreciate it from old basketball, it's not as common, unfortunately, um, today. Um, and I think, you know, him being like a willing passer, just an overall player. I think that overall helps a franchise, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, to your point about 
that trade is like, okay. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like it, it happened. It was cool. Some some Kings fans were mad they lost Tyrese. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. You know only reason I, mean? I said that, only reason I said that, because you were talking about like, yo, if he's going to a different market and stuff like that, I don't, he don't talk for real. Like he's a guy that just, you know, keeps himself. He's not really personable, and we know how to, you know, the more personal you are, the more like advantages that you may have in this league, um, and kind of, you know, more so than other players that tends to happen. Um, even with you know how narratives come negatively and positively, so it goes both ways. But I just feel like. No matter what market he was in, I just feel like that's that's just gonna be Sabonis. And like I said, he's a good player. He's a all star caliber player some years, maybe. Like he may have a you know, Nikoya Vucevic is the same way. Like they're all star caliber players. Like maybe one year they may go to the all star game, but maybe a lot of years they're probably not. But still they still have great all star like talent. That's Sabonis. Like he's not that's what that's who he is. But like for us like expecting him to be the second best player on on a team. A bad team, yeah, okay, but not like really a good team. So he's like, but definitely a top ten pick in this this draft. Oh yeah, like for said, sure. And like I said, it gets nasty. This draft gets nasty. Like it's yeah. Cause I've I'm I'm lost already of who to pick next. I know no, it's your turns. I know it's your turns. Yeah, I say you be lost. <laughs> yeah, that's fine with me. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna cheat a little bit, but that's fine. I don't care. So this next uh pick, he wasn't drafted, so that helps you out. That that. You're already, uh, probably, starting, you're, you're already starting too early if you talk about drafted picks. Not, not, not at all. Now when I tell you who it is. Who? Fred Van Vliet. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. That's, yeah. That's, <laughs> all right. that's, yeah, exactly. That's, that's exactly. One. That's, that's what you mean. That's who I'm saying. It ain't like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? We got a bunch of undrafted guys. I think they're about to be like Hall of Famers, so let me mark this down. Um, yeah, Fred Van Vliet. It's crazy to know that he was undrafted. Um, undrafted to NBA champion. Um, you know, and I think about, when we think about Obviously, what he's done, um, again, with the Raptors franchise, him being able to score the ball, but also facilitate, um, it's hard to hate on Fred Van Vliet. Um, I think, you know, kind of what overall Toronto and that Raptors team is still doing. I know post-Kawhi era and post-Superstar era can always be tough for an organization. Um, you think about Cleveland, even Miami, right? Losing LeBron, losing LeBron and stuff. Um, but I, I do like what they're doing, um, especially with their core group. Um, you know, acquiring Gary, Gary Trent Jr., um, you know, rookie Scotty Barnes. And I think, too, though, like, with their experience, right, in the finals, um, when we talk about Fred as well as um, Pascal, it's going to play a huge part come playoff or playing time. Um, but, yeah, man, I, I, I like Fred Vimbley here. I like Fred Vimbley here. Um, I guarantee you a lot of GMs, if they had to do it over, would have drafted Fred Vimbley. So, um, yeah. I, 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 I like him right here. What is that? What is that, nine? That's ten? That is, was that nine? So, yeah, you got yeah. it. You, you got two. 10, 11, give me Buddy Hill, specialist, three-point specialist, a marksman in this league. Okay. I, another guy that needs the, the right opportunity that can be a very, very, very great player in the right situation. Everybody needs shooting in this league. Everybody needs guys that can spread the floor. Every guy, every, league, every team needs a player that can really, like, just – Shoot the lights out. Like most of these championship like contenders have guys like that. Look at Duncan Robinson with the Miami Heat. Special, special talent. Like every team could use a player like Buddy Hill. You look at the Golden State Warriors. They got Klay Thompson, but like imagine like Buddy Hill being on the Milwaukee Bucks or something, having a marksman for Giannis just to kick out all the time too. Like it's it gets serious. Like it's it's special. Um so I'll give me Buddy Hill. And then uh number eleven, give me Malcolm Brogdon. You know, a traditional point guard, a guy that can pass the ball, facilitate, guy can hit the open shot. Um, 
He's not the most sexy player in the league, but he gets things done. He can run offense. He can, you know, set guys up to get easy looks. He do the pick and roll game, like plays at his own pace. Um, he's a good talent, great talent. So that's a tough one. Um, you definitely had the guys I was gonna say. Um, yeah, I, I, I like Malcolm Brogdon. Um, I like Buddy Hill too. I remember kind of that draft, you know, hoping and, and wishing that he was going to be um, a Laker, but I know obviously age. Um, you know, not that high as B.I., but um, yeah. him coming out of Oklahoma, I know a lot of people were kind of worried and concerned about age and stuff. Um, but, I mean, talent is talent. You know, like passing the eye test and be able to, again, score um, and be and being a, a fantastic shooter the way he is. Um, I'm not mad at it. Um, Malcolm Brogdon, the thing is about Malcolm Brogdon is, like, pace. You know, like a lot of people – don't really appreciate pace the way they should. Like, I, like we talk about SGA and the way he plays, um, but I think Brogdon is another sleeper when it comes to that. It's like, you don't always have to be going 100 miles an hour. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't always have to just be bam, 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 bam. It's okay. You know what I'm saying? Especially with size at that one position, you know? Um, but yeah, man, I, I, yeah, I kind of wish you would have fell a little bit lower, but I get it. It's officially that time of the year again. It's March Madness, and I am Tate Frazier of the Titus and Tate Podcast, and I'm here to tell you about the world of Five Star, a six-part narrative podcast series about the best basketball camp you've never heard of. It was literally seven days of you're not going to sleep much, the food sucks, it's hot as hell, and you're running a camp. You ready for this? Outside? What? This is the story of Howard Garfinkel, and how his five-star basketball camp built the greatest players and the greatest coaches in the game today. One of those coaches is in his final NCAA tournament, Coach K of the Duke Blue Devils, and this is how he became the superstar coach that we know and love today. Take advantage of these last two days, because being here is something special. This is the world of five-star. Come along for the journey as we explain all the legends and leaders of March and how they came to be at one basketball camp in the summertime. So go download and subscribe to the World of Five Star wherever you get your podcast today. Um. All right. So you went with Brogdon and Buddy Hill. So after that, I'm gonna go with Malik Beasley. Um. No, Malik Beasley can score, man. I know a lot of people. You know, obviously talk about the big three that they have out there in Minnesota. Um, Kat, Andy Edwards, and D'Lo, of course, duh. But when Malik, like, really turns it on, like, when he gets hot, like, when he's going, it's, it's very um, dope to watch, and it's very tough to guard. Um, and I think, you know, I won't go crazy and say, like, he's the, the X factor for them, obviously, especially with Cat. He, 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 he can be. But I'm, well, I'm saying, though, it's tough to say that with a guy, one guy who... Um, just had a, a literally a 60-piece. Another guy who some are comparing to be the next Michael Jordan. And then you got a guy in D'Lo, who number two overall pick, and we know he was done making all-star games and being traded as many times as he has at a young age, but still producing. So, um, but yeah, I mean, Malik Beasley, um, shout-outs to him. And I would say if I had to choose one more, yeah, well, yeah, it's... <laughs> you want to know who I got next? Oh. I got Zubak. Yeah, that's not a bad pickup. Yeah, I mean, you know, so I think as you get later and later on in the draft, you start to realize that, like, the star power or star potential shifts. 
And now you really are just picking players to fit certain pieces of the puzzle. Solid right? Like, starters. Exactly. You're not always trying to, you know, swing for the fences with every single pick. You know, not everyone is going to be a, a, a Mono Ginobili or an Isaiah Thomas. You know what I'm saying? Like, some of these guys is, you know, just draft them, help them, you know, develop and have them play the role that might be needed to win a championship. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I got Malik Beasley, and then after that, I'm going to go uh, Zubak. What's, what's, um, what, what, what number are we on? 14. 14. It's crazy because people made, like you said, like when you get start looking at what we know compared to what really happened, like this draft, it's going to be like a whole lot of players that are way more talented than this player that I'm about to pick that was undrafted. But at the same time, it's kind of like, it's not always about talent and skill set in the league. It's about like carving out a role. It's about work ethic. It's about like, can you stick? You know, can you do, can you can you take your talent and make it less to fit a role, fit the situation? That's a lot of people talk about like guys that don't make it in the league. A lot of it's because they can't be in a certain role. You know what I'm saying? They can't like, there's sometimes it's just, it's, it's a thing in this league where it's just like, some guys are just too good to be the, the 13, the 12, 13, 14 man. Michael Beasley been going through that for years. He's just too damn good to be in practice, killing you, killing your starters. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it sucks. It sucks, but it's just like, what role do you put Michael Beasley in? That's kind of like, has kind of like been his entire career because it's like, yo, he's too good to be the 14, 15 man. He's not good enough to be like a starter because of like his shot selection and just like he's, you know, he's just kind of like got this and one type of feel, street ball type of mentality and stuff like that. That's why basketball feel and basketball IQ is very important. But number four to give me Alex Caruso, hard worker, guy that works hard, plays defense, can hit open shots, can do a lot of good, good things. He's a, a role player. He's not a superstar role player. He's not a guy that's going to go out and get you 25, 30 points some nights. But he's a guy that can be a starter on a championship caliber team like the Los Angeles Lakers, like he was in 2020 NBA Finals. He's also a guy that can, you know, be a bench player and that coming off the bench that can just do a lot of great things and, like, help your team win. Like, he's a winning player. So give me Alex Caruso. And I'm glad you mentioned that, too, about Alex is that you do need winning players in this league, right? Like you need guys that you can plug in and guys that are selfless. And I think, you know, when you, when we're talking about undrafted guys now, right? Um, having that chip on their shoulder, cause a lot of guys come into league and just, you know, half-ass it. You feel like a lot of guys, you could just tell whether yeah. it be because like they feel like they've already proved themselves or what. But like when you have someone, especially when you look at the rest of the roster, if you already have superstars, right? And you already have, uh, players that might have ego problems. You, if you can fit in a player like Alex Caruso who's ready to win now and do whatever it takes, mm-hmm. I mean, hey, great things that can happen. Who was it that you said before, Alex? You had it. Or, you, you said Oh, so, so, so it's your turn. Yeah, it's your turn. Go ahead. You got uh, more, yeah. Uh, it's just, this gets nasty. This gets yeah. very nasty. This gets nasty, this. Um, give me, what's his name? Uh, Damian Jones, Golden State Warriors. He's on okay. Golden State Warriors right now. Okay. Center, guy that plays hard, can start. He can start for you. He can also come off the bench, give you high minutes if need be. But like, solid pickup. I'll mm-hmm. take him. 15. Okay, okay, okay. That's right on my fifteen right there. And it gets nasty. I know we're going to twenty four. It's it's a yeah. Struggle. I was about to say yeah. We we we, so, we can it. we can we can blow through the uh, these last numbers and then. Recap and talk about the top uh, yeah. seven or eight picks. Yeah. You write uh, it down. You write them down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right, cool. I, 
I got Gary Payton, the second. That's my next pick. Not bad. Um, and we talk about another undrafted guy, and it's funny we talked about the Warriors before, and like <laughs> a guy that's like what six four ish, being like one of their best uh, lob threats, right, and being yeah. like their one of their best um, alley threats. But I will slash say, you know, it's it's kind of yeah, slash it, it is um pretty cool to kind of see um everything he's doing with Golden State. But that would be uh, my next pick, and then following that, yeah, 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 I'm gonna go honestly. Hold on, let me let me let me write it down. I'm gonna go with Dorian Finney Smith. Um another um you know, I think defensive juggernaut that deserves even more attention. Um another guy who I know obviously everyone um talks about Luca, 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 Luca. And when KP was there, it was those two, Luca and KP, the comparisons of um Steve Nash as well um as Dirk Nowinski. But I think the pieces around um Luca, um one of those obviously being Dorian Finney Smith. Um, great defensive player, and I think um, he's someone who definitely deserves his recognition and the shine. No, I think he yeah he plays well. He hits key shots. If he can keep developing his three point shot, he can be a three great three and D guy for a very very long time. Um, so I'm next, right? Yeah. Give me uh, Derek Jones Jr. Super athletic guy, can rebound, hustle guy, plays well. Can guard on a perimeter. That's a guy that you can just plug in and like give you high minutes. It may be ten minutes, it may be twenty minutes. Some nights just depends on like whatever he can give you, whatever he, the coach needs and stuff like that. It could be a spill for a guy that's playing bad. It can be like you know get some energy on the basketball court. Like I'll take him on my my squad. Uh, next pick, give me Damian Lee. Another guy I think that's on the Golden State Warriors right now. A guy that can score like instant offense. You know. If he gets minutes, like he can produce. Simple as that. Yeah, and I, I'll make this uh, one the uh, the last pick, and then What's we that? can go back. That's, that's eighteen. Was it is eighteen? I'm writing. I'm writing down everyone that you have. I don't have the exact number, okay. but I'm writing down everyone that you have. Um, but yeah. So if I start off with the first pick, and it was just one, then I'll end with the last pick, and it just be one, so okay. that we have the same. All right. So for my last pick, hmm. You know what? Ah, this one's tough. It's a miss. We you missing one that that's. I'm missing one. Yeah. All right. I don't believe I am, but I'm gonna go with Jake Lehman. Um. Who who was it that you said I was missing? Um. Nah, I had the wrong. I thought it was it was Marshall uh, Plumley. Plumley. I thought it was another Plumley. Uh, it's not the yes. Yeah, yeah. Not the same. Um. But yeah. So yeah. Just starting from the top 2016. Um. Draft class. Um. Ben, but like this, I, like I said, I definitely think it is top heavy. Um, you talk about Ben, you talk about uh, Bi and Jalen Brown. I do like the Dejounte Murray pick. Not surprised by it, of course, um, but I do like it as well as Karis Levert. Shout out. I mean, I'm trying to think. No, yeah, I like it. I, I'm just, I'm still interested, man, to see uh, Ben Simmons' return, though. So yeah, definitely. I mean. Ben Simmons is a special player. I mean, when he's he does a lot of lot of things well. Can handle the ball, can guard wings. You know, really great at finding open three point shooters, attacking the basket north to south. Super athletic, and what's important, you know, what a thing that we don't talk about that in this era that needs to be talked about is just like 
defense because nobody seems to play it anymore in this era. <laughs> That's why we got <laughs> every time you blink, somebody dropping 50 now. But you can guard one through five on the basketball court. Like Ben Simmons is a special player. So, like, I still think an argument could be made that Ben Simmons should still be the number one overall pick. Still. Even on, based on what we know now with Brandon Ingram and Jalen Brown, an argument can still be made that he should be the number one overall, overall pick. May not be the most, you know, people may not disagree, well, but of it's course, still, the, the, the timing of it, you know, I know. Yeah, the timing, you know. but that's the truth. Yeah. That's the truth. I mean, man. Yeah, it's still Ben Simmons, right? I, I, like, I don't want people to think that, like, okay, that one game that people, because it's about to be a year now. It's about to be a year since that. Um, but the only reason why I was hesitant to go with him at number one was because I haven't seen him play in a while. That was the only um, reason. And I know, obviously, you know, he's still some, a great basketball things, player. But Some things you don't forget. You know, like I said, he's a, he's a 6'10 forward that can do a lot of things. You know, he's a three-time All-Star. I think, like, people underestimate. Like, he hasn't played, you know, in a year. But it's just kind of like, it's certain things that, like, all his natural tools and gifts he's he's always had you know what i'm saying coming into it's just like the things that he needs to improve on has been people's biggest question mark which is ultimately it's just shooting like he's not gonna forget how to pass he's not gonna forget how to defend he's not gonna forget how to rebound he's not gonna forget how to like you know be aggressive when he, on the fast break transition like all those things are his god-given abilities and god-given gifts so i, I feel like he's gonna be fine but it's just kind of like Everybody wants to see, like, yo, can he develop his game more to be more than that? That's the thing. But it's just, like, now he's in a situation where, like, he's about to max out, like, his strengths where he doesn't, he may not have to develop. It's kind of like the Giannis, similar to Giannis. Like, Giannis developing. He's, he's getting in his bag. He's developing bag more. But it's just kind of like, it's almost like we drop a 50-point finals and people talk about what you <laughs> closeout games. Like, people talk about what you can't do. It's just like he may not need to do that. <laughs> and now Ben Simmons in a situation where it's just like he got shooters. He got, he got shooters. And it's just kind of like, yo, like, Patty Mills, Seth Curry, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving. We, I don't want to hear shoot. If he shoot the ball, if he shoot the ball, Steve Nash should, should not play him the next game because he don't need to shoot. <laughs> that's what type of everybody talk about he needs to shoot he don't need to shoot the ball like this is a situation like it's crazy how we about to go for a situation everybody's talking about Ben Simmons needs to shoot the ball I don't want Ben Simmons shooting the ball I want Ben Simmons going north to south playing defense rebounding playing hard and passing the damn ball because he don't need to shoot and that's scary everybody talked about all the years about Ben Simmons he needs to shoot he needs to work on his game he, he's in a situation he don't need to shoot this it's I'm telling you like Brooklyn Nets Ben Simmons, get back. Finals. Still, still, still a finals contender. That's simple yeah. to me. I mean, if, hey, man, I'm real for him. I, I, I really am. I'm, you know, I'm real for him and Kyrie. Yeah. He had two of the most hated guys in the league. Three. On one Kevin team. Durant. Three, they got they got a three headed yeah, monster. But, people hate, bro. Anytime people talk about yeah, does Kevin Durant have real rings? Like, come on, bro. He's Kevin Durant's one of the most hated hated people in the NBA. A, that's that's a drawn out hatred. That yeah. like if if you hate Kevin Durant, that means you've been hating on him for a while. This Ben Simmons stuff is fresh. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> this, this Ben Simmons stuff. Nobody was shit on Ben Simmons a, less than a, a, uh, over a year ago. Oh yeah, yeah. People Ky- Kyrie. I mean, sure. Boston. Boston yeah. might have hated Kyrie. You know yeah. what I'm saying? For, again, obvious reasons. But no one, you know, 
this this shit is new for Ben. No. Realistically, yeah. why would people dislike Ben Simmons? What what before that playoff series? It was what other reason. It was a shooting. It was a shooting ability and stuff like that. And talking about the lack of like yeah, but people already knew that, stuff like though. that. Yeah, yeah, but it was, that, still, that was, it was already still, known though. It was still vocalized. It was the, the workout videos in the summer, and then he gets in. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you know what I'm okay. saying? People, man, people, okay. people been hate okay. on Ben Simmons. I think people okay. forget they be hate on Ben Simmons a while, man. Like, okay, man, it's been a while. Maybe, man. All right, it's been a while. I try. I, I try. It's, maybe it's been right. a while. Yeah, yeah. The, the workout videos. Yeah, those might have got a little too active. I get it. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They be hate on Ben Ben Simmons a little minute. It, man that's what i'm saying like yeah yeah back, no, brother because you're no, special I'm with you because don't work out videos i see all right so to me there's nothing wrong with like workout videos during the summer during the off season shit like that i think they still your social media you feel me but i think the problem with a lot of people was like dog <laughs> we've seen this shit a hundred times you know what i'm saying but even even still though so had he been silent or had he posted himself like at a concert or doing some other shit, people would still have a problem and tell him, like, yo, you should be in the lab. You should be in the gym. So there's no winning. It's almost like if you're Ben yeah. Simmons, you can't post because someone's going to say you know what the, something about you doing regardless. You know what the Brooklyn Nets do? They just collect all the hated superstars. <laughs> That's what they do. They get, they get Kyrie Irving, they get Kevin Durant, they get James Harden. Oh, they swap James Harden for Ben Simmons. They just collect <laughs> all the all the hated superstars in the NBA. And who's, just next? who's next? All right, who's next? Well, they're the villains. Who's, who's they're the villains. They're, they're the villains in the league. And it's, it's fine. Embrace it. Embrace oh, it. I, I can't tell right now. I'm trying to think what, what of... Uh, uh, what other players in the league might be hated? What other players in the league might be? Well, who should join them? Well, Russ. They they rated they rated to burn Russ Westbrook down jersey out of L.A. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's crazy. Like they in L.A. They, to hear you say in L.A. too is so hometown, damn tough. I can't even I can't even imagine what he's going through. Um, it's crazy. I it's it's an unfortunate situation. What's going on with the Lakers right now? But does not. I, I don't want to talk about it, but Russ is up there. We know LeBron historically. You got to either you love LeBron, you hate LeBron. Yeah, but we know, we I, I need something goes. more recent. I like okay. the uh, well, Russell one. Russell, well, Russell, let me, let me not say Russell, like. Let me just Russell, say like. Russell, but, I'll tell you yeah. another one. It's, it's another one. We go to the East Coast. I think I know you're going to say who. <laughs> it, it is the city that he's from. Kevin <laughs> Walker. It's, it's crazy. The Knicks fans, Knicks fans were praying. They was happy this man. They. It was like the one good thing that's happened in New York Knicks season. And when Kevin Walker shut that, it's crazy, bro. Like, I don't know. Like, oh, you're saying they were happy when he got clipped and it was. Yeah, this is like, this has been nasty homecomings. That's been the homecomings we expected for Kevin Walker and Russell Westbrook. So, like, those are two guys right there. This season's been, like, very, very brutal for. And nobody could even, like, imagine. Yeah, we like, can, we can do happen. better, though. Those are obvious. I want one that's. Ah, not Jimmy Butler. I don't think people. I don't want a Tyler Hero. Let me stop thinking of Miami guys. No, nah, that's it. That's the rest. That's what we. Yeah, but though, but those those players are disliked because they just aren't playing the best. You know, like Ben. Oh, oh, like, oh you would a player that's just disliked. <laughs> they just dis. Oh, Rudy Gobert. <laughs> yeah, there we go. You just want a player that don't nobody really yeah. like to play. Like uh, it was like Rudy Gobert. It's just kind of like. And I get it. Like, Rudy Gobert's talented. <laughs> I get it. Great You're part of that great, fan base. That's why great, you get great, it. A great rim protector. No, I ain't nobody. I just, his, he doesn't have a personality. And then it's just like, he thinks he's something that he's necessary not. That's what makes people a little frustrated. Because then you, you see guys, like Shaq's got to come on TNT and, and talk about, like, yo, like, 
he getting paid one hundred eighty-two million dollars for for fifteen and twelve for lobs for lobs for fifteen and twelve, and then people and then me. My my biggest issues the same thing I point out to most of these these guys that win the defensive player of the year every year. Like they're winning these awards, and then we get to the playoffs, they got to be off the floor when it matters the most. That shit, that that what does it to me with Rudy Gobert. Like he, it was a couple times he was off the floor when it mattered the most. Like, and he's winning defensive player of the years because he can't he can't guard on the perimeter. Like he's improved, he's improved somewhat. Like people want to talk about the clip with Luka Doncic this early year. He got fouled out of the three possessions like twice, but it's just like all right, whatever. They didn't call it, so people like Rudy Gobert gone. He's knocking down Luka Doncic. <laughs> I'm like, all right, y'all win. Y'all had y'all fun. <laughs> yeah. And that's what y'all and that's what y'all and that's what y'all think. And, and we see things like Nikola Jokic. Like analytics say that Nikola Jokic is not only the best offensive player. I have no problem with that, but they say he's the best defensive player according to analytics, NBA math. And I'm just like, then we go and watch the game, the battle of the bigs, and we see Joe and B cooking them every possession. Like it's <laughs> I don't I don't know what people be watching. That's what I'm saying, bro. It's it's crazy. That's why you can't. You got to watch. You got to actually watch because, like, if you go off the box score and analytics, you'll be thinking some guys are, you know, better than what they really are. And that's what happens when these awards are getting handed to, like, yo, give me this award because of analytics and box score numbers. But know your know your role and do it well. That's all. Yeah. You know, like. If you're just rim protector, you feel me? Do that. And to hear you mention Rudy Gobert in the perimeter defense, I don't care nobody say. I'm always remember that that clip against Stephen Curry. That shit was nasty. Yeah, it's, that's what I'm saying. The spin, yeah, the defensive spin. What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> it's it, it is stuff. You know how much of a I don't give a shit. It, it is stuff, but yeah, it's get your ankles broke. All right, you know what I'm saying. You just got caught off a boogie. It shit happens. Um, we even seen a player players get you know crossed up twice. Shout out to Allen Iverson, but a defensive spin and the National Basketball Association—that's disgusting. I just don't. I just really. And don't then feel they like get a, uh, a contract that. Let me. Yeah, let me. I, let me. I, I'm chilling. I'm chilling. I'm yeah, chilling. I'm chilling. It's whatever. I'm not. It's I'm whatever. not. I'm not counting chips. But damn. It's whatever. It's whatever. It's whatever. Yeah. A max contract. Uh, ma- Max. What do we do? Do yeah. I must? They must know some. I don't. But who knows? I was thinking maybe this is the year for Utah. Who knows, man? No. Maybe this is the year. <laughs> it's not because once again, Jordan Clarkson got to become the second best player in the playoffs. It's not. <laughs> it's not. Unless Rudy Gobert is going to turn into Shaq or Carl Malone <laughs> <laughs> or Carl Malone, unless he's going to go boost that fifteen and twelve up to twenty five and, and seventeen. Like, is he going to do something crazy like that? Which I doubt it. Oh, that's <laughs> not going to happen. <laughs> it's a lot of lobs, bro, man. It's a lot of lobs. Not going to happen. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, just a couple of housekeeping items, y'all, as we wrap up. Um, you already know the deal. Five-star rating wherever you listen to your podcast. Hit that subscribe button on YouTube. All right. And just like that, y'all, we gone. Peace.